This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. It's all the commotion over there for cry eye. Dude, what the hell? Uh, you th- would think by now we would know not to have pet monkeys. Uh, f- yeah, they eat your face off. Right. A monkey that reportedly escaped a neighbor's house was shot and killed after it terrorized a woman and nearly ripped her ear right off her dang head. Wow, she got lucky. Brittany Parker was in her home in Dickinson, Oklahoma, looking for a good old Dickin. Uh, she saw a monkey sitting on her porch trying to get inside the house. Son of a... The monkey reportedly became aggressive and tried to break into the house. Whoa. Prompting Miss Parker to call the police for assistance. When police got there, the monkey seemed as though it had calmed down. So Miss Parker left her house to meet with the officers. And that's what had happened. <laughs> The monkey leapt up and attacked the bitch. Yeah. He jumped up on my back and landed on my head. Dude, that had to be the worst second of her life. Yeah. He started grabbing handfuls of hair and just ripped it out. (laughs) He ripped my ear almost completely off my head. After the attack, it leapt off of her and then ran off. Police began searching for it, and they, um, when they heard a pair of gunshots ring out, one of Miss Parker's family members shot the damn monkey after spotting it behind their house. They ain't having none of it. Monkey said, my cock! You ain't having none of it! Miss Parker later transported to a hospital in Oklahoma City. She's going to need plastic surgery. Now, that's what the owner of the monkey said. He ran over and said, you shot my cock! <laughs> Whose monkey was it? The so neighbors! They, so they were, they were breeding... No, it was just a pet monkey that got out of the house. Again, you Yo. would think by now we would know. Who let you own a monkey? Right. Well, how big was it, did you say? It was a little one. Mm. Wasn't like a chimp, but it don't matter. They're mean. Yeah, they seem to be agitated, don't they? They might be cute and stuff, <clears throat> but man. Yeah, that's what a guy would think. He goes, I'm going to get me a pet monkey and teach, me, teach it how to fetch me a beer. He's going to be able to open the fridge with his little monkey arms, get me a beer with his little monkey hand, open it with his little monkey finger, and then he's going to bring it right to me. Another resident had an encounter with a monkey that they had captured on video, and they shared it on the TikTok machine. In the quip, a monkey can be seen sitting outside his screen door and eating. <laughs> After it finishes, it appears to depart. The individual recording opens their door, which prompts the monkey to turn and lunge back for the door. Oh, wow. Yeah. Real son of a bitch. Oklahoma has no regulations prohibiting the keeping of monkeys as pets, as they are considered domesticated animals despite being exotic and not native. Owning a monkey does not require any sort of permit in the state. How's your uh, so dumb. squirrel monkey looking? What are you talking about? 
I don't know. I know you don't know. <laughs> um, there should be some sort do, of. Do you remember the lady that got her face completely yeah, ripped off? Travis the chimp. Yeah, that was a big one. I mean, that was a yeah, that was a huge chimpanzee. But it was it went insane. It was like the the. Uh, it was like on bath salts. It went insane. They're wild it animals. It was like the pit bull of monkeys. And you're going to get an email about that. Uh, I'm so worried. <laughs> I know. Um, you never check your email anyway, so it doesn't right. matter. <laughs> it's somewhere in the ether with the podcast we do. I have no idea. I've heard about it. I've heard about it, but I've never seen it, actually. Uh, yeah, well, if you watch any videos of them in the wild, they are not nice. Yeah, they, they just, like, turn. They just turn yeah. psycho in a second, you know. Right. Kind of like a cat. They'll rip your fingers yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't want any piece of that. That's really weird. No, and they're, like, weirdly strong. Where do you buy one? Where do you got to go? Probably the damn internet. Yeah, I don't know. And it's tax season. So you know weird. people are going to be buying tiger cubs and monkeys. Buying a monkey out of a back of a van. Middle of the night. You know, they're so cute. It's, but... it's such a rando animal to want, though. I, I guess when they're babies, it'd be cute. Like, yeah, but, but I, I mean, then what? What do you do when it's, how do you? How do you... Right. And now look. You wanted a pet, how do you, how and it, it got out, I, and it ripped somebody's it, ear it, off it, their head. In all honesty, if I was, if you were to tell me you had a monkey, and I was your neighbor, I'd say keep that goddamn thing on a leash. Right, and, and I mean it for sure. I mean that could be a nightmare. What if it was a kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could have killed the kid. I mean, yeah, I just and remember there's like the, no regulations. It's insane. I have to have my dog registered, for Christ's sake. There you go. Yeah, I just remember that lady. I think she had her hands ripped off and her face. Her oh, face. It was bad. Sew her face back mm-hmm. on. I mean, oh, man. I, was that her monkey? I don't remember how that story was. I thought it was a friend. Didn't she go to a friend's house? Yeah, that might have been. It's so insane. Yeah. <laughs> No, thank you. Well, yeah, you'd think there would, would just, you, you'd have to have the health department show up and just go, okay, show me how you can take care of a monkey. Well, <laughs> what, what, what safeguards are in place? And aren't they, don't they carry different diseases? You know? So isn't there like some sort of if vaccination just, schedule? Right, or? If you were to say, give me the top one animal that would fly off the handle. I would, I would say monkey. 100%. Yeah. Totally. Normally, I'd say a T-Rex. They're moody, but there's none of those around. You don't know that, <laughs> and they are tired of being just completely stereotyped. It's true. I have not been to Isle Marotta. It is true. They can't help it that they had to eat other dinosaurs. What if they were sad about it and they wept? <laughs> Man, the greatest uh, fight scene with a T-Rex, I'm telling you, is as uh, as uh, uh, Kong with uh, Jack Black. You ever see that movie? No. Okay. So- it, it's when King Kong fights T-Rexes, and he doesn't fight one; he fights three of them. It's awesome. 
Okay, so I'm going to put in most dangerous pets to own. Okay, here you go. I bet you. <laughs> Spider monkey. Chip, I'm going to come. Great. I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Okay. Reptiles. All right. Number one. Sure. I'm assuming like poisonous snakes. Scaly. Yeah. All right. Alligators and crocodiles. Boom. Lions. Yep. Owls. Who owns owls? Oh, I don't know. That seems mean. Bears. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Primates. Yeah. Wolf dog mixes. And tigers. There you go. What about, uh, I feel like we're leaving wow. something. What? Ten most dangerous exotic pets. Turtles. A turtle. I need a turtle song. They clamp down on you. You won't let go. Hold on. You know what needs to happen. I like turtles. <laughs> Okay, uh, turtle may seem harmless enough, but they're actually out to kill you. No. Uh, <laughs> did you know that they carry salmonella? Ah, that's why. You, you know, not only are they uh -oh. dangerous, I, I try to, I'm trying in my brain to uh, understand why, what joy you would get from owning a crazy monkey. How, how unrelaxing that would be. Right. It's the opposite of a cat. Like, aren't you scared? Right. That their smart little brains are going to figure out how to get out of their cage at you, night and then eat like, you? Like you keep it muzzled? Uh, yeah, well, what a great life for the monkey. Right, exactly. Um. So, yeah, salmonella is why turtles are dangerous. Constrictors, that's an obvious one. You know, boa, whatever. Scorpions. Well, well, it's the teeth. They have teeth, these monkeys. I don't care what size they are. They all got the, the chompers. Camels are a dangerous exotic pet. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, people own camels. Oh yeah. Okay. But you see these uh, ostriches. They, yeah, they're dicks. You see these uh, monkey attacks all over the world, that, where the monkeys come down from the hills. Oh yeah, and just, dude. And just start fighting people. Right. Well, we're encroaching on their territory. Right. Yeah. Well, they need food, so they'll. Yeah. And then you, and then. Things tighten up, uh, food gets expensive, uh, people stop giving food away, and then the, the monkeys are now That's right. trained. You know to... what? Sandhill cranes get pissed, too. Never feed sandhill cranes. Man, blow their freaking little sandhill brains out. Ribeye of the sky. Um, so then we have primates and monkeys, venomous snakes, crocodiles, big cats. <clears throat> What's a kinkajou? Um, they're, oh, it's cute. The sugar bear, yeah. Looks like a cross between a squirrel, a hamster, and a chinchilla. They're pretty darn cute. Uh, Paris Hilton has a pet kinkajou named Baby Love. Aw. Mm. In 2005, she took it shopping with her, and it was attacked by the thing, and it clawed up her damn face. Oh, wow. That sounds terrible. They're cute, though. There you go. You know what? Just stick to having a cat. <laughs> it just seems like a lot of... It's a normal size cat. A lot of work. Right. And, you know, and then you got to, I assume he lets it out because so it's less crazy and that's why he lets it out. And it. And it, it says it got out. It oh, got out. All right. Because I don't know. Yeah, it's pent up. It's, it, 
I don't know if it just runs around when it's crazy and well, needs like to I, blow steam off. Right. I, it I, needs to hunt. I'm sure there's an instinct to hunt. I would assume it needs a certain amount of area. AJ, Mike, Mike Hunt. <laughs> yeah, it, it does need a hunting area. Okay, let's, how much? Hard target service, 15 miles. Every head house, neighbor, neighbor's face. Okay. Um, Everybody, every, wouldn't it be weird to be over at the guy's house that owns a monkey? Everybody, don't make any sudden moves. Okay, just watch television. Don't make any sudden moves. The monkey will be agitated. <laughs> Dude. Um, can monkeys be good pets? Just screaming. No! Just screaming all over the house. Uh, most enclosures have to be a minimum of 30 square feet or more, but the truth is that monkeys never truly acclimate well to living life in an enclosure of any kind. No kidding. Yeah, this is what they do. They like to roam outdoors as much as possible. Oh, good. Monkeys cannot effectively be toilet trained. Yeah, and then you're and then you're relaxed. See, this is all this is all a trap set by the little 15-pound monkey. He's just going about his business, laying low, lulling you into thinking he's just as gentle as a kitty cat. Next thing you know, when you're sleeping, he rips your effing throat out. Monkeys can easily have diseases that are very dangerous to humans and vice versa. That's why most zoo professionals wear special garments to protect against diseases when dealing with monkeys. Yeah. Um, what do experts say about owning a monkey? Don't do it. Let's take it out in the middle of nowhere. Drop it off. Because monkeys need full commitment throughout their entire <laughs> life. They're simply not meant to be pets. It's like, drop it off in Kettle Moraine. All of a sudden, it's terrorizing snowmobilers <laughs> from treetops. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Can yeah, you it's, imagine? It's just, it's just a zero-sum win for everybody, especially the neighbor's face. Right. And what about the monkey? Well, right. Now the monkey's dead and everybody's pissed off. He didn't ask to be a Right. Right. I, I never blame the animal. I don't? No. But uh, no. that's our fault. So it sucks. Take it down to the zoo. Get it. Get some. Get it registered or something. Give it a shot. I can't believe that was like when we learned that anybody can own a tiger. Mm-hmm. What the hell are we doing? No, we're <laughs> we're stupid. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Emerald Brew is always my first choice. It makes me use this Irish voice. I'll be drunk St. Patty's, I'm afraid. I'll probably get arrested at the parade. Let's cheer! Green beer. I'm Irish! You wish. I locked my phone thick. I'm gonna be sick. There's nothing like green beer. Fabulous.
Fabulous. All right. Uh, we all know that uh, cops have a dangerous job, but did you ever stop to think about criminals having dangerous jobs too? Own set of dangers that come with being a criminal. 35-year-old thief in Oakland, California, crushed to death by a Prius the other day. Trying to steal the catalytic converter. <laughs> Squish. <laughs> Happened about three in the morning last Friday. Uh, someone called the cops to report a possible theft. When the cops got there, whoops, too late. Duder used a carjack to lift the Prius up, and it sounds like the carjack slipped. Catalytic converter was still intact, but Duda had a backpack full of cutting tools next to him, so you do the math, Columbo. Right. Um, actually becoming fairly common. Last Tuesday, a guy at a used car lot in Georgia got crushed to death while trying to steal a catalytic converter. So that's two of those stories in a week. The Prius said, finish him. And a thief near L.A. was killed last month when a woman was sleeping in her SUV, woke up mid-theft, didn't know dude was there, and (laughs) ran him over. Uh, You'd be like, yep. Man, I think I hit a possum or a pothole. Why I got to fix these? But then you just keep driving, dead guy rolling out in the parking right, lot. Right. Yeah. And what? <laughs> if you, I would, if you, you catch somebody laying underneath your car, a listener called in with this idea. Best thing you can do is kick them in the balls because they're going to lurch up. Yeah, hit their head. And hit their head. Right, right. And that's all she wrote. Or just slowly turn that jack handle to the left. Wow, just, that's that's murder, dude. Now you've murdered somebody. Just walk away. Now you just, murdered. Just jack, jack it, and walk away. No. That's d- my style. Don't. Yeah, I know you jack Listen, it and walk away. Look, jack off, walk away. Just walk away. Break the hand. I'm going to break the hand. I'm going to break the wrist. Walk Clean away. up first. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that is hilarious. Uh, I Man, saw a TikTok video. What would that? Of uh, it was a bunch of mechanics. They were underneath the car, and someone had it wasn't barbed wire, but it was the wire with the razors. Right. It was like wrapped around the area where the catalytic converter would be. But even so, if you have the cutting tools, that would look awesome. By the way, it did look awesome. <laughs> if you have the cutting tools, you're just going to cut right through that. Right. Well, it's the the object is to make it you know like a Rubik's cube. You got to untangle it. <laughs> You know, um, what's it like to get squished? Uh, don't you kind of hope it squishes your head first or, or like you just it's like do your organs just explode? Right. How does that work? Like popping like it. I assume it's not immediate and you're just laying there going, oh, man, I'm screwed. Like, you got enough time to really sit there and go, ah, crap, there's a, some kind of U-bolt sticking into my liver. Crap. Uh, what happens when you get crushed <laughs> to death? Uh, muscle cells begin to die almost instantaneously. Yeah. Three mechanisms within the body cause the cells to die. Uh, is it painful to get crushed? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Why, uh, yes, I ho- it is. I hope so. They had it coming. Uh, you gotta, uh, you gotta, I'm a... You got to be a stickler for getting that on the right jack point underneath your car. Very critical. Well, the less these thieves know, I guess, the better. True. Um... I mean, it would be a little disturbing knowing some dude got crushed by your car. 
You feel like your car is haunted or something by the by a douchebag. By a douchebag. It's the ghost of douche. The worst. I have a ghost problem, <laughs> and he's a douche. I, I hear <laughs> something knocking in my trunk. I better pull over and see if it's ghost of douche. Not only do I have a haunting problem, <laughs> he's kind of an asshole. He's yeah, yeah right. I can. <laughs> I can't tell whether I should uh, uh, call a priest or go back there and beat the snot out of him again. I can't decide which one to do. It's like the world's most annoying ghost. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's very bizarre. Man. Uh, it's called a uh, little, little gift we call karma. You know, yeah. It's And those Priuses, I guess, have the highest value catalytic yeah, converter. Yeah, that's true because of the... The uh, unobtainium metals. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a weird thing. You're not going to get much sympathy. Uh, Truth. I, I just I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell the family of those people. I mean, you know, you're talking about something. What? What do they get for that thing? Five hundred dollars? Is it a thousand? Uh, I know. I know the damage is a couple of thousand for the replacement. But what's that guy get? Three hundred dollars? What a dick! Okay, the, the inverse ratio of cost expense to each person, profit and loss, is ridiculous on a catalytic converter. Right? Yeah. I'm not. It's just showing me. Oh, how much is it worth? Scrap? No. It's not much. Mm-mm. No, I would say fifty dollars. Uh, well, like. Five hundred, oh, okay. maybe it's more than I thought. But, but but to replace it is like two grand. Yeah, it's huge to put a new one on. So you're not going to get much sympathy from some dude getting squished. Make no, it- and it's just well, we had that story earlier this year of the the catalytic converter theft ring that got busted. Dude was wearing a catalytic converter necklace. Oh, and whatever was bragging about it on socials and what? that's how he got caught which is just great a catalytic converter necklace yeah yeah uh um let's see what is that like the purple heart for assholes yeah uh that was done in november ay, ay, ay. um the gov- I would, you know what I do? I would, I would, and not only is the guy dead, I'd go sue the family of the dead guy. $545 million catalytic converter theft ring. How much? $545 million. Uh, let's see. This was from November. Whoa. Whoa. The U.S. Department of Justice recently targeted a massive network of catalytic converter thieves and is seeking $500 million in forfeiture from the alleged criminals. 21 arrests in five states. So it's like it's like everywhere, man. Catalytic converter theft increased substantially over the last few years. As reported by the North American Dealers Association, not weed, the NICB says there were over 52,000 reported catalytic converter thefts. That's just reported, which is up from 1,300 reported in 2018. Wow. Um, the good news is that the bust-up of this national syndicate could cause a ripple effect downstream and help curb the demand for stolen cats, which could then slow catalytic converter theft, though that will take time to realize. Yeah, yeah man, goddamn. I, that, 
There ain't a whole lot that I hate more than thieves. It's a fool's paradise, Biatch. Well, Paradise City is just supposed to be green grass and hot bitches, so I well, don't know. Well, he died doing what he loved, I guess. If the guy could talk. I love getting rolled over on by a Prius. That was a good time. Okay. <laughs> He's up there in heaven. A weird kink, but I ain't going to kink shame. Conversations in heaven. And I love that one. I, I don't think he's going. Yeah, see that uh, Prius. Uh, I should have went to Jack School. I could have put that better Jack point on there. Yeah, he didn't pay attention to that. Right. You got to be careful you where to, you jack it. You go to. Uh, Can't just throw it anywhere. <laughs> Hi. Coming in a little late. Did you see a price on the Prius catalytic converter or no? Uh, well, for scrap, it's going to depend. Uh, it had anywhere from 120 bucks to like 500 bucks, but I don't know if that's accurate either. That was just from a forum, but it's a, it's at least two thousand dollars to replace it. Right. So we had one, and I don't know what year it was. I forget that a lady friend called. Somebody stole theirs out of Chicago area, and somehow that particular one had like water run through it. So it was twenty nine hundred dollars for the catalytic converter. Oh my and god! Their oh. national back order. So the car and they're on back order, right? Yeah, national back order. So you can't even find so one. You, so dri- the car you drive around, sound like a tractor. Well, you can't drive it without it, silly. But anyway, can, can you not really drive it without a, a catalytic Prius? converter? Not, not the one that supposedly the water ran through. So I don't know. Exactly yeah, what was what the, the what was the water for? Was that just a never part of the cooling? Of yeah, never heard of it until the Prius one. Okay, they're Chicago people. They come all the way to. My neck of the woods actually asking for help, and I looked high and low. I couldn't even find him a used one. That's incredible. Yeah. You got to go to the chop shop. Have a good weekend. You got to go to the chop shop where the thieves are taking them. Right. (laughs) And then I'm like, how do you find this network of people? (laughs) Right. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta turn into a criminal yourself just to get your catalytic converter back on. Right. Dumbing down your smartphone, one podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe. To the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Oh, come on. We're Irish. We're forgiving people. Kiss me because I'm freaking Irish. Green beer. I threw up on your dress. Nothing under this kilt I'm wearing. Oh. Hope you'll overlook this rotten breath. Oh, kiss me. Because I'm freaking Irish. Watch your step. I threw up on the floor. It's St. Patty's Day. It's time to let drunk strangers wrap their groping Irish paws around you. So kiss me. Nice. Is it? Okay. (laughs) Available in record stores now. Just in time for St. Patrick's Day. It's America's favorite drinking songs. When Irish guys are drinking. I had too much tequila. Now I know but wiser. In record stores now. Void where prohibited. Do not back up severe tar damage. Objects and pants are larger than they appear. Nine Coronas. She kind of looks like Mr. Spock. Live long and prosper. But she was Courtney Cox after Nine Coronas. <laughs> Better. 
All right. Um, now it is St. Patrick's Day, obviously, and we have a bunch of weird traditions for it. And uh, one thing I've always wondered, is this all just American? Are these really Irish traditions? What's happening? Um, well, in typical American fashion, we made everything up. Uh, it's like Cinco de Mayo here, really. Um, wearing green. The whole wear green or risk getting pinched, American thing. St. Patrick himself was actually associated with the color blue, you big dummies. Well, that ruins everything. It gets worse. i got to rethink my whole wardrobe. Everything about today is a lie. <laughs> Why do you do this to the kids? There's kids... <laughs> People just want to go get drunk. They want to play along. They don't need <laughs> controversy in their life. We don't need facts. Uh, drinking beer, especially green beer. Drinking yeah. bars and uh, drinking in bars and pubs on St. Patrick's Day wasn't even allowed in Ireland until the 1970s. Whoa! And green beer is believed to have been invented in New York City in the early <laughs> 1900s. I thought maybe Chicago. What do they think of green beer in Ireland? Uh, they don't do it. Yeah, Oof. it's not a thing. Uh, corned beef and cabbage. Again, not an Ireland thing at all. Um, in Ireland, they would actually eat lamb, ham, or bacon. Corned beef is just, we just did that. Randomly, somebody somewhere chose corned beef and cabbage. Um, and St. Patrick himself, not Irish. Well, it's true that St. Patrick is the primary patron saint of Ireland. He was actually British. Why don't you just go ahead and tell everybody there's no Easter Bunny and just ruin everybody's day? What do you mean there's no Easter Bunny? Good. Thank you. The hell? <sighs> the hell's wrong with you, danger? Top of the morning, ladies. <laughs> Let me catch you an Irish rose. <laughs> I'm going to play that 85 times. Heat. Um. All right. Uh, more St. Patrick's Day stuff. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. According to a new survey, about half of us are planning to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in some way, shape, or form, and 80% of those people plan on wearing green today. Um, the average person only plans to spend about 44 bucks on St. Patrick's Day celebrations. Does that include the .10K? I don't know. About half of Americans say they're going to celebrate in some way, and that could add up to $6.85 billion. Ah. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> I just... It is... It's mind-blowing. It's weird what people will bitch about as being expensive, but will dump $7 billion on a make-believe holiday. Right? It's insane. Look, I cannot believe how expensive eggs are, but I gotta have that shirt with the leprechaun bending over and sticking his ass in the air. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. We are a weird creature, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's estimates on the current market value for a pot of gold. Oh, here we go. Um, here, I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to make this. Well, little... gold, I don't know, it's 1,800. So, oh, okay, here we go. Um, 1,001 ounce gold coins. What do you think the value of oh. the leprechaun's pot of gold is? 1,001 ounce gold coins. Uh, I'm going to say 1.8 million $272.12. Dude, you're so close. Really? Well, I was going off a ounce of gold being $1,800. $1.84 million. Yeah. Um, St. Patrick's Day is the third most popular drinking day. Oh, that's... Behind Mardi Gras and New Year's. I oh. thought the day before Thanksgiving was. Gotcha. Mardi Gras, what? New Year's Eve? Yeah. 
Um, it is the number one holiday, though, for beer drinking. Uh, okay. Specifically beer. That makes good sense. <laughs> Remember in Milwaukee uh, a couple of years ago, the Girl Scouts were uh, selling their cookies to all the drunks on St. Patrick's Day. Do you remember that story? That was a huge story. I don't remember. Yeah, and the cops were down there. I remember that. Well, we did it. I remember us doing the story. But anyways, uh, yeah, it was a kind of a big deal because uh, they sold out in about 10 minutes. All the Girl Scouts that went down with their cookies on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> that was before the raspberry hit the market. Yeah, the raspberry rally. You could actually get a mint without uh, having to kill somebody uh, over it. But, yeah, imagine the Girl Scouts down there with the drunks in Milwaukee. Dr- it's fine. Drunk capital like, of the world. You smell like my that, stepdad. Got, <laughs> <laughs> dad, why don't you have your shirt on? Why are you painting green, Dad? I thought you had an office job. Uh, uh, yeah, imagine a, a drunk ass in Milwaukee walking up to Girl Scout. Yeah, you take that card. And the Girl Scout's like, no, asshole, it's cash. What kind of operation you think I'm running here? Right. <laughs> move along. Get move along. Got I, business to do here. I need a cookie. <laughs> guy, guy in the alley just meant to. Where am I? Oh my God. Awesome. Just awesome. Drunk mess. Yeah, it was a drunk mess. Um, Well, selling outside, I know that they were selling outside dispensaries and stuff out in Colorado. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Capitalism at its finest. Oh, yeah. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. We're going to start with the heaviest ball of twine because I feel like this might take up a lot of time. PC2, please. I better just let these news people do what they do better. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. I love it. I love things like this. I, I quirkier the better. A few miles outside the small town of Highland, Wisconsin, in Douglas County, there's a monument to pursuing your passion. We don't have much else. I mean, it's been here for so long. I mean, a few people do know that it's in Highland. At 10 feet high, 22 feet wide, and weighing in at more than 24,000 pounds, this oval-shaped sphere is believed to be the heaviest ball of twine in the world. It's the heaviest ball of twine. It's not the largest. And for this community, this local landmark is worth its weight in gold. You wouldn't believe how many people saved the twine for him. Terry Nelson is a neighbor who has been coming to see the town's claim to fame since the early 80s. I thought, this guy's crazy. Why did he build a ball of twine? But then we stopped here. Every time we went by, we'd still stop and look at it again because it's something different. She's even donated short strands of twine to the Epic Project. No strings attached. I'll pull off the road if I see a sign for some weird thing. I'll go 100 miles out of my way to see it. I wouldn't go 100, girl. Calm down. Other people do too because they come here to see the ball of twine. This twisted tale started back in 1979 when James Frank Katerra heard about another ball of twine and decided to create one that was bigger and better. For the next 40 years or so, the eccentric bachelor spent most of his free time weaving pieces of twine. I wonder why he was single. (laughs) The first thing that's popping in my head is where the F do you get that much twine? 
Right. What the? <laughs> what are you doing? Into a colossal achievement. That he actually kept it up for this many years and stayed doing it for this many years. I mean, every single day I would go by, it would be raining. He would be out here under the shelter putting this twine on. It didn't take long for Katera's creation to get noticed, with people coming from all over the world. And family members say Katera, who usually went by his initials... JFK, I am your only famous-born twine man in the world. JFK. Oh! Had to bring him his into this. His initials were JFK. What did dude. he do to get brought into I this know. twine hell? a yarn to anyone who stopped by. He would be so excited. He would call us, or if he saw us, he would say, Hey, I had somebody from Japan here today. I had somebody from New Zealand here today. After Katera passed away from bone cancer a couple of months ago, friends and neighbors started an effort to preserve his life's work. Since his property will eventually be sold, they want to move the ball of twine from his backyard to the town hall, next to the transfer station, where Katera worked and bears his name. Damn, they really like that dude in Highland. There must not be a whole lot of people living in Highland. Uh, yeah, so they're moving the ball of twine, and they need money. The guy, that reporter, was lulling me to sleep. Yeah, he was very soothing. Very relaxing. I know. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, you want him to keep going? Yes. You want to take a little snooze? All right, we'll let him finish <laughs> it up. So the public can continue to see it. At first, I thought, you know, what are you talking about? We're probably going to dig a hole and bury it. I mean, just to get it off the property. Cause it Do you remember when you used to dig holes and bury stuff? Oh. <laughs> well, I can't. I shouldn't say because the people, uh, people. well, it doesn't matter. They don't know where it is. It's like trying to find a, 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 a mason jar full of gold. Right. I buried two toilets, and I've never heard the end of it. I, I didn't want to take it. I didn't, I didn't feel like all that work to take it to the landfill, which it is like. It seems like more work to bury it. Right, right, <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. So I uh, I just dug a hole out of my tree line and I buried two toilets. It's uh, I don't know if it's against the law or what's going on. but Whatever. Somewhere out there. I feel like you might be related to this lady that wants to just bury it. It won't burn, you know. I didn't realize that he was that famous. <laughs> but and sad to say I'm sure that happens to many people until after they pass away you don't realize the connection they have in the community these are just different pictures of the twine ball at Jim's house inside the town hall there's a display to help raise the ten thousand dollars needed for the move move, move. <laughs> <laughs> love this guy Move. oh my god yeah so whatever there's a gofundme that's set up and everything so ten thousand dollars to move twine you'd think somebody would just get a a skitster and that'd be the end of it that 20 how many pounds so are you saying 000. are you saying there's a there's a war on the battle of twine now, this is the world's heaviest, but not the world's biggest. biggest. I wondered, because when you said heaviest, you didn't say biggest. Right. So there's two of them. Where's the biggest? You'll never guess. Well, let me guess. Uh, I want to guess. I'm going to say uh, Japan. The largest ball of twine is in Darwin, Minnesota. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one only weighs a measly 17,400 pounds. We got us a border war. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you, would but, you, 
you think, can't they just roll it? <laughs> well, you know, well, you know what? That's like that uh, uh, giant rock that uh, almost rolled over on Indiana Jones at the beginning of, <laughs> right. of the movie. See what right. happens? The next thing you know, you got this ball of twine coming at you. Um, uh, yeah, you'd think for 10000 Well, they probably have to build a, a structure to set it on. Right, because the structure, what it's currently, it's like a, 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 like a lean-to kind of shed thingy that yeah. he put up. Yeah. And then there's all kinds of cinder blocks around it. Yeah, there you go. To avoid it rolling. Rolling, right, and killing. <laughs> taking out a Girl Scout troop trying to sell, right. you think? <laughs> right. Run! <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, very the weird. Great, the great twine uh, uh, disaster of 2023. Yeah. Took out a whole town. Man, oh, man. It just, just kept rolling. I'm going to, next time, let's see, I, I got to look where Highland is at. I want to kind of make an excuse to get up there. Iowa County. Um, Yeah, twine. I mean, I, it could probably withstand the elements. I don't think snow and rain would hurt it, would it? Well, it's got a, it's got a shelter over it. Okay. Well, twine. Highland. <clears throat> we could totally hit up the ball of twine on the way to Wyalusing. Okay. I'm going to be like, surprise, Avery. I'm sorry, what? We're... He's like, Mom, sucks. <laughs> Freaking twine sucks. <laughs> what? Where is it again? Highland. Highland. I think I feel like we go through Highland on the bikes. Highland. You probably do because uh, like Prairie du Chien. Yeah, 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 yeah. Muscaday. Yeah. So like it's kind of in between like Dodgeville, Spring Green, That's, Muscaday, Basketball, Fenimore. It's Muscoda to you, buddy. Oh, yeah, Muscoda. Yeah, we go through, uh, right, let me see. I think we go through uh let me see where I'm at. Yeah, it's a little south there. Yeah, when we take the back way on 18 through Montfort and stuff like that, you it's it's right between uh, 60 and uh, 18, I think. Now, if you go uh, 18, the back way over to Purdy Sheen, there's that guy that's got the cars buried uh, on their in their hood. Yeah. By their hood. Have you seen that? Yes. Okay, that's kind of fun. Right? Am I on the am, so. I, am I on the right track? There? I'm not. I, I know I've seen that. I couldn't tell you where the hell it but was. Maybe I'm, uh, oh, man. I, now I can't remember. Wait a minute. I thought it was. It looked like you're heading over to... No, that's that's south of there. Dude, you could make a romantic getaway. You could hit up the ball of twine <laughs> and then go to the Don Cuid. <laughs> yeah, Highland. I think we've been through Highland before. Yeah. I think that, like, like Fenimore... I haven't taken that way in a while. I know a little Montfort's down there. Mm-hmm. I feel like we were at a bar in Highland. Is there a bar in Highland? It's Wisconsin. There's certainly a bar in Highland. <laughs> what kind of idiot are you? What are you? What are you new around here? <laughs> right. Idiot. Hi. How's it going? There's no ball of twine in Highland in Iowa County. They were in a different county. Oh, they were in Douglas County. Oh, you're in the wrong part. There, there you, you go, go, dude. There you go. Thanks, buddy. Have a good day. Yeah, you're, catch, you're, you're too far. Go north, Biatch. Go north. Oh, my God, there is only 245 people. Okay. So, different Highland. A different Highland. Okay, Douglas gotcha. County. Gotcha. That's up north. Thank you, well-traveled man. Yeah, thank you for that catch. Appreciate that. Um, we sounded like dumbasses right there. Uh, Johnny. <laughs> we always sound like dumbasses.
It's because we are. Okay. Yeah, because so, I would have remembered a ball of twine. It's up past the Chiquamacon. On my travels. Yeah, you got to go up. It is closer to, it's like by Duluth. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Duluth. You can be there in five hours. Mm-hmm. Duluth, nice drive. Yeah, we're going camp. We're, we got camping up there. Uh, so when it. we go up there, I'm, I'm going to hit up the ball of twine. A lot of good uh, breweries up there. I suggest uh, you stay at maybe the Marriott. We're camping. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> And uh sounds like poison ivy and chlamydia. Chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, he can't even talk. What? Hi, how's it going? He's got a big ball of yarn. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, wasn't that Minnesota one they the whole town did it? I don't know if it was a, a YouTube rabbit hole I was in or a, a PBS <laughs> special or something. I was stoned. But I saw a special on these these twine balls. And I think there's actually three of them. So the old dude started his way back in 79, like uh-huh. he said. And then this Minnesota town heard about it or something, and they got the whole town together to beat him. Okay. This lonely little old man. They got the whole freaking town together to yeah. beat his ball. And then there was some. Uh, there was a third guy heard about it or something and decided he was going to be a loner string ball, too. Yeah. And he, he started making his, making a third one. So that's where the debate on the the largest and the heaviest came from. Okay, I I found the information. Gosh, and don't you love the rabbit holes that you go down when you're stoned? It's fantastic. <clears throat> All right, so in Cocker County, Kansas, or Cocker City, Kansas, Frank Stober created a ball that had 1.6 million feet of twine, and it was 11 uh, foot diameter. He died in 74. Cocker City built an open air gazebo over his ball. Where every August a twine-a-thon is held and more <laughs> twine is added to the ball. By 2006, the twine ball had reached 17,886 pounds. Twine fest. Yeah, a, a twine-a-thon. A <laughs> circumference of 40 feet estimated at 19,973 pounds. In August 2014, the ball measured 41.42 feet. Okay, it's still growing. And that was the one that was built by a community. <clears throat> largest ball of twine built by a single person, Darwin, Minnesota. Okay. Francis Johnson, 12 feet in diameter, 17,400 pounds. Heaviest one would be us. Largest nylon twine ball is in Branson, oh, Missouri. Oh, now you're just nitpicking. Dude, what in the hell? What makes a man start winding up twine? <laughs> what? What voices do you hear in the middle of a cornfield that makes you start balling up twine? <laughs> it's really strange. Dude, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about people out in the country. They, they've been out there. I mean, I ain't here to hobby shame you. Yeah, right. Jesus. But we will. Just, okay. And they, here's, they ought to do a festival there. They ought to do a concert there. They, how's this sound? How's this got a ring to it? Slipknot at Twinefest. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, I don't know how many people are going to attend Twine. What do you have to You have to bring Twine to add to the Twine ball. That's your admission. The more you say Twine, the weirder it is. I <laughs> thought about that earlier. Twine, 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 Twine. I know. It makes no sense. I hate it. My brain doesn't even like it. I right? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I would drive. Now, we drove about 40 miles out of the way to go to the Maduro Cut. Careful. No, up near uh, La Crosse, north of La Crosse. That was actually interesting. We, yeah, that's cool. That was cool. That was fun. I, I My limit to drive to see is like that, a roadside for, thing. It was about an exit. 
Um, I th- 40, 50 miles. Oh. Depending on what it is. That's a lot. Depending on what it is. If I'm going to be there for a while, like, no. is it something that we're going to be there for, like, half hour, 45 minutes? Right. Then I'll do, like, a 50, 60 now, miles. Now, we drove, I don't know, 50, 60 miles out of the way in Duluth to go up to the waterfalls. Oh, on, that's different. Up on Lake Superior. Yeah, that's beautiful. Beautiful. That's totally different to- stuff. Totally worth it. But I'm just saying it was out of the way. Yeah. That was part of our, part of our sightseeing. So. Right. Now, the twine, mm, mm. man. Yeah, no, um, probably about... Uh, an exit. If it's the next exit, I'll be like, all right. There are places at Sturgis, uh, on the way to Sturgis, I've still never stopped at. Like the car museums and. Yeah, some of those sound pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't stopped there yet. But, uh, yeah, ball of twine. I'm, um, yeah, I don't know. If it was like. But I mean, here's the thing: you drive 100 miles, and and then you just kind of stand there, right? And you're like, there it is. You can't, yeah. You, you don't take your shoes off, put your feet in the water, or you just kind of stand there like an idiot. Yeah. So I don't know. And then there's this other. That's something that I feel like, like mm-hmm. I can really capture the moment looking at a a website. Right, a newsreel's fine. Yeah, and just let that Thank go. You. Like, cut her loose. The guy, the reporter, there wasn't exactly selling it. He almost fell asleep. Yeah, he was so relaxed, he fell asleep. But uh, whatever, it's fine. Hi. Who's got the biggest ball of them all again? Well, it depends. Are you looking for well, weight or Technically, for girth, I would go to Minnesota. Hi, how's it going? You build it, and they will come. Get <laughs> <laughs> a weirdo. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.